Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. We are in our final section of the unit planning series, and this is kind of a big one. Because while we've mapped out our entire unit, now we've got to get all the pieces ready to come together. So what I'm going to tell you is this might be a short video, but the action steps that go along with it are going to take you a little bit longer. And if you've missed any part of the series or you want to go ahead and just jump right in, I went ahead and created a free nine-page workbook to go with each step in this series for you. Feel free to click the link in the show notes or in the video description to go get your copy. So last time we created a mind map for our units. We went ahead and organized everything in a visual way and labeled them with sequential numbers. So what order did we want to do everything? How did we think the lessons would break up? Now we need to put that into something that is less visually satisfying and more organized. (laughs) So whether you use a paper plan book, whether you use an online planner like planbook.com, or if you're like me and just went ahead and designed an entire spreadsheet that fits everything that you could ever need as a teacher, use that too. I use my unit planning kit, which I created in my first year. It's one of those things that saved my sanity and I've used it ever since. And I've made a couple updates here and there now with absent work forms, but it auto-populates lists for your supplies, for assignments for your reflection notes, for standards or I can statements that you use throughout your entire year. There are so many options. So I will link that if you're interested. If you don't have a format that you know you love already, I would just suggest checking it out. But what you're going to do is take each lesson and go ahead and put them in your planner in a rough outline format. I know some people have to turn in lesson plans and they have to be formatted a certain way and have to be detailed in a certain level. I don't do that when it comes to my unit planning. I've thankfully never really had to turn in lesson plans, but also I just need to get my outline on paper so that I can make sure I do this next step. So my lesson title might be ions and isotopes, but then underneath I might have notes, activity, and practice as like my three little steps that we're going to do within that lesson. This way it's going to give me less to worry about later and trying to remember what all I thought was going to go into that lesson. And one thing really quick, while you're writing these down into your planner, make sure your planner is updated with all of those school dates that we checked out in section one of this series, because you might run into some things that you hadn't really noticed as you were just sequencing your lessons. For example, I was going to do ionic and covalent bonding and naming, which is kind of an intense section, and I knew I wanted to get it done before Thanksgiving, But what I didn't realize is it fell perfectly in between a six-day weekend on our calendar. Yes, a six-day weekend for students. Parent-teacher conferences for the rest of us. So I had to rearrange a couple things to make sure that that fit. And that's one of the reasons that we look at the calendar early and we look at the calendar often. Once you have all those lessons written down, then it's going to prepare us for the next and probably most important step in making sure that you feel ready for your unit. And that's creating a supply list. Now, a supply list is not just what types of things do you need to requisition, what types of things do you need to go rummaging through your cabinets for. No, this is going to be anything that you could possibly need or need your students to have for each of the lessons that you're going to complete. 
For example, for the first day of a unit, I always give out a unit cover sheet. My unit cover sheets have changed over time, but it's always going to cover the big ideas, the main essential questions that the district would like us to cover, any vocabulary that we're going to cover, and then it also leaves a spot for us to fill in a test date. And then I'm also going to hand out a note packet. And now in years past, I've handed out an entire note packet for the unit at the very beginning. And then as time has gone on, I've moved to just doing a note page per day. However you do notes in your classroom, you're just going to want to make sure that each lesson has notes written out as a supply if you're going to prepare them as you go, or make sure you have your whole note packet done for day one. You'll also need to include things like calculators, Chromebooks, colored pencils, highlighters, the things that maybe you have expectations that your students are going to supply, or your classroom supplies of colored pencils, markers, scissors, glue sticks, and even onto lab materials like a lab paper, lab station numbers. You might need beakers, Bunsen burners, any of the things that go along with the lab you're expecting to do or the activity you're expecting to do. These are going to be some long lists, but it's going to be worth it in the end to pull it all together now. I would encourage you to break this down lesson by lesson and not try to categorize them into types of things yet. For example, you don't want to just put lab supplies all in like one big grouping on a piece of paper to say, oh, I need all these lab supplies for the unit. Because the reality is we're probably not going to be collecting and gathering all those supplies at the very beginning of the unit for the entire unit. But you might want to go week by week. So having it broken down by lesson, you can look at week one and prepare all the lab supplies, all of the notes, all of the materials for week one, and then move on to week two halfway through week one. This is going to help get you into a little bit more of a flow. And it's also going to help you realize how you may want to rearrange or reorganize cabinets in your classroom. And we'll talk about that once I can get into my classroom and show you how I'm doing that. Now, if you go to that free download, I have an entire page linked up. You might need to print off a couple copies of it, but of a checklist page, you'll notice that there are four letters next to the line items of what you need to prepare for each lesson. I like to break them down into things like find something that I know I already have somewhere in my classroom. I just have to find it. <laughs> this is especially true if you inherited a classroom or, you know, no offense, but you might have hoarded a few things over the years. Um, I use C for things I need to create. So these are usually note packets or there are some activities that I come up with in my brain that I then need to put onto paper. I put X for copies because X reminds me of like how many copies I'm going to need of something. So this would be something that you already have access to, or maybe you found a really good worksheet online and you just need to print it off and make some copies for your students. And then S is set up. There are some pieces of lab equipment or some labs and activities that we not only need to find all the pieces, but it's going to take some time to prepare and set them up. Maybe you're just going to create some art station stuff for your students to do some sort of activity, whether it's creating a movie summary or doing a poster for a project. You're going to supply them with things, but you're going to set up how they get to it. You might have multiple categories checked for different things, but this is going to really help when you come down this list and try to figure out what all needs to be done. Once you have those categories finished, you have a couple different ways that you can go about this. The first thing is find if it is a paper copy of something that you have, 
go ahead and find it now. If it's a digital copy of something you have, go ahead and find it now and put that link in whatever planning system you use. This is why I like a digital planner because I can just link straight to my Google Drive for things. If it's something you just need to copy and you already have a paper version of it, create a folder so that you know where to find it later on. You might also want to scan it in so you have a digital copy for the next time so that you don't worry about losing your original. If there's things that you know you need to set up and they're going to be set up within that very first week, you might go ahead and get those items prepped. I wouldn't go ahead and pre-prep something that's at the end of your unit, but maybe you go ahead and have your supply kits made up. Maybe you go ahead and have a basket of lab supplies made up. The tricky part is, if you're like me, you are going to use the same probably 10 core items in every single lab or activity throughout different preps. So if that's the case, then this can make it a little bit difficult to go ahead and pull things now that you might also need to use somewhere else a little bit later. But what I do is I use my cabinet inventory system, which again, we'll talk about when I get into my classroom and can show you how I set that up. And I'll label on my spreadsheet where I can find each of the items so that I can grab and go really easily. Bonus points is I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a TA this year. So I'm going to have her pull off my lab supplies and set up for me. Now, when it comes to things you need to create, whether you're creating slides, worksheets, activities, there are a couple ways to go about this. The first and probably the most popular idea is this batch creating. Once you have everything else prepped, then it's really easy to create things for a longer term stretch, especially if you're just going to create a template for it. So again, templates are coming back in. What can you create a template for that you can use over and over again throughout your unit now and maybe other units? For example, my unit cover page, I'm going to use that as a template and just replace the information unit to unit. Having the standard layout is going to be great for my students and it's also going to help me create them a lot quicker. So now that I'm preparing things early enough, could I go ahead and prepare the unit cover sheets for my first full semester? I probably could because it's not going to take me too much extra time. When it comes to note pages, you probably have a specific layout you like to do. I like to use Cornell style notes, which is really nice because I can just have the template laid out, change out the title, add in my vocabs or main topics down the side, and then I put a question in the bottom box. I leave everything else the same and being able to make that even the morning of is actually really easy. Now, if you are into something more like doodle notes, that is not going to be a template that you can just quickly whip together. So you're going to need some more time to get those things together. For homework assignments, I know that I'm going to do half page assignments. So I already have a layout laid out and I'm going to template that and just plug in new questions and new titles for each time I give a little half page assignment. There's bell work and exit tickets. There's stations. There's different quiz formats, test formats, all of these different things that if you have the time now before unit one is starting, go ahead and decide on a format that you can carry through the rest of your units. I've included a list on the page after the checklist page in this freebie if you want to go check it out. There's tons of things that you can create or you can find sourced from somewhere else. On the bottom of that page, I've also included things that you might want to let AI create for you. While it's probably not going to effectively create a template layout for you on some things, you can have it write positive email templates to send home. You could have it write word problems, essay problems for either quizzes or tests, or if you have assignments that you want to use them for. 
If you have a project that you want to create, you can go ahead and have it create a rubric for a generic version of that project that you can use over and over again. There are lots of different ways that you can use AI to streamline the pieces of your unit in lesson planning, and we don't need to shy away from it. You just need to make sure that you are looking at it with a critical eye, and that's actually going to apply to all the things that you need for your students in your lessons. And now that you have your supply list ready to go so that you can create or collect whatever items you need, your unit has basically come together. We just have to go through the creation process and you're going to be all set. I will say, make sure to keep these things easy on yourself. Please make sure not to overdo it. Don't try to go above and beyond on every single thing that you create for a unit because you will never finish. If you can allow yourself to start with just creating their bare bones and then seeing if you have the time to go back and make it a little extra fancy, then do that. However, one of the best things that I learned from my first year of having nothing planned the day before I was teaching is that you can keep it really basic and it's still going to get the job done. This is a great time to create the generic things that you need. And then after you see how the bare bones pieces work, improve it for next year. Keep reflection notes in your planner, whatever system you use, use sticky notes, things that went well during lessons, things that you could improve on or questions that didn't quite make sense to your students. These templates are going to be able to help you as long as you are willing to put something into a template. Then you're going to be helping yourself in the future. While the unit planning series might be done, that does not mean the end of our systems. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at engineerdoeseducation so we can build a simple system together.